Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. You're listening to Room 104. If you haven't downloaded the podcast, what are you doing with your life? We'll just uh, take a moment to reflect <laughs> on, on why you haven't. I know you can go up and get all the features and the interviews from, from the past week. They're all up there at Room 104, Cormac and Sir on iTunes and Spotify and all the usual places. Now, transforming uh, your life. Have you done it? I've gone back and forth. But like proper transformation where you're like, right, I've gone to the point where I put on loads of weight. I'm a lazy mess. Yeah, I have. And I lost like four stone and then put on most of it again. Did you lose four stone? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I got liver disease. What do you mean you got liver disease? Show. I got liver disease, yeah. Um, so we'll talk about that later. You can come to my new show to find out more about Jeez. that. No, uh, it is insanely, insanely difficult because you always go on these like hashtag journeys yeah. and go online. Um, but... The next person you're going to be hearing from now is, I think it's going to blow your mind because we all give out about, oh, how hard it is to lose weight and how hard it is to change certain aspects of your life. But this next gentleman's kind of, uh, has changed his life on more than one occasion. He joins us now uh, from the UK, Matt Ellengold. How are you, sir? Hi there, good thanks, good, how are you? Yeah, I love your before and after pictures, man, yeah. pretty impressive. Yeah, the after, ones are, um, the after ones are pretty good. There was a lot of work went into the before photos as well, to be honest. So take us back to what was... They take years, don't yeah, they? Those they literally photos. do. They took, they, yeah. took, they took a few years, yeah, and it was fun at some point getting to that stage. So it's not Photoshopped? No, no. N- neither <laughs> of them are Photoshopped. Neither well, of them are Photoshopped. you're looking well. You're looking very Thank well. Thank you. Take us back to what, like, what happened. Where were you in your life? Sure. Well, I guess the sort of starting point would really be, well, this time four years ago, you know, I was a hopeless drug addict. My life was completely unmanageable. I didn't know how to deal with life. I didn't know how to deal with myself. And I'd sort of got to a point, a sort of girlfriend had left me again. She wasn't very happy with my, uh, with my drug use and everything, and understandably so. And, you know, she'd left a few times in the previous sort of seven or eight months. And, and you know, that was really tough for me because I really loved this girl. So we were going to be together forever and, and that sort of thing. And, you know, I told myself um, repeatedly that I would stop and I would stop for her. I thought I'd, um, you know, finally met someone she would be the reason I'd stop. And, but, you know, I just could, but I couldn't. And I told myself all the time, I would stop. I would stop. And Matt, do you mind me asking, what, what, what were the drugs that you were taking? Cocaine was my choice of drug. And how often? Uh, you know, by this stage, it was, I was really more of a, um, a weekend user, a weekend user, a little bit during the week sometimes. But, you know, what well, the thing was, if I wasn't using it, I was thinking about it. 
and that's the thing, especially well, that's the thing with addiction. It's sort of like, you know, you, you don't have to be a daily user. I mean, I wasn't, but I'll tell you what, when I wasn't using, I was thinking about it. And the main thing I was thinking about was not using. And all it does is it goes on in your head, repeat, repeat. That's all you're thinking. That's all I'd be thinking about 24-7. Well, that's what using, an addiction is. Using. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's just like living in a, in a mental prison, basically. And it had been like that for a while. It'd been like that for a few years. You know, to the point where, you know, I tried to take my life a few years before that. And I was sort of back to sort of back to that stage again. And it's a pretty dark place to be. So what was the, the turning point for you then? As I said, if you're constantly back and forth between constantly thinking about doing drugs, going out drinking, overeating. What was the point where, as you said, you tried, you probably thought you were going to be able to kick it a couple of times. What was the point that it was like, nah, actually, this is rock bottom. Let's kind of sort this shit out. I think it was, again, you know, around this time I was lying on a mattress in my lounge just thinking, I think I finally admitted to myself that I was beaten. You know, I was broken. I think I finally admitted defeat. You know, the, the drug yeah. won. You know, the drugs had won. They'd beated me. It took me a long time to admit that, which is hard, right? I mean, because I always thought, I'd always thought for the previous few years, you know, when I knew it was becoming a bit of a problem, but I thought I could control it. And I think just over a period of time, I realized that I couldn't. And was it a kind I, of waking up one day going, right, this is going to stop today? I went through a little bit of time, a little bit of time, I mean, over a few weeks, and I just thought, you know, this is just like enough. And then I sort of, I had been over the previous few years to the odds cocaine anonymous meeting. So I had, I had a little bit of an idea, a bit of a taste, a bit of a seed had been planted to me what it was about. And I sort of knew about these meetings. And then I just finally decided, you know, after one morning, after another, you know, on the weekend, like I just, you know, I can't do it anymore. It's either, you know, I'm going to die, I'm going to kill myself, or I'm going to die somehow, either now or very, you know, sometime yeah. in the future, sooner rather than later, or, or I'm going to go and, um, you know, sort of pluck up the courage and, and walk into one of these meetings and, and go from there. So you did yeah, that? I did that. I did that. It was, you know, it's tough doing that, i got to say. It's pretty, you know, there's a lot of fear. I guess it's just the admitting defeat, right? I think I was just completely beaten. But you know, the cool thing you walk into a room is, of fellow drug addicts is you, know, you walk in and you're surrounded by people like you. You know, previously for me, I mean, I didn't really talk. I mean, people knew that I sort of used a lot and so forth, but they didn't know the extent of things. And I guess I didn't really, you know, I always thought, you know, I was the only one that was like this. I was the only one that had these issues or the only one that, you know, that stopped like this. Because we're, we're very good at that, lads, aren't we? We're very good at thinking we're not either saying anything to anyone and just holding it, holding that deep down inside and thinking that, E, we can solve, or, you know, we, A, we can solve this on our own. Yeah. But then kind of like going, ah, well, I don't know, it doesn't even come into our head half the time to kind of go, maybe I should talk to somebody about this. Yeah, that's correct. That's absolutely right. I mean, certainly in my experience, or even like, you know, admitting, I think maybe realizing, I'm not sure for other people, but I know for me, you know, I probably thought I needed to talk with someone about it, but that didn't mean I wanted to. <laughs> or it didn't mean I was going to. But for most people, you know, it wouldn't happen so quickly. For you, it happened within six months. You literally transformed your whole life. Well, with the physical part, yeah. So I guess then starting through 2000, well, end of 2015, so beginning of 2016, you know, I really focused on my recovery. I got a sponsor, great, great guy, still my sponsor today, and worked through the 12 steps, 12 steps of, well, of Alcoholics Anonymous, which I did through Cocaine Anonymous, and worked through it, and, and I got clean for a year. I did actually then relapse for a few weeks, but realized, and that was the thing, you know, I relapsed, and then it was sort of, it was just right back to where it was, you know, before I'd, you know, when, I, when I'd stopped the year before. So I came back, and I went through the work again, my same sponsor, and, you know, and that was great, and started getting clean and sober, and I was feeling better, and, but during this time, 
you know, I was eating like, I mean, I'd really, I was still eating like how I was previously prior yeah. to coming in recovery. Still eating all the same, you know, I ate lots of rubbish, lots of takeaway, lots of sweet stuff. I had a very sweet tooth, could work long hours, so that always, that didn't help. And I was lazy, so I liked getting takeaway. <laughs> um, and, uh, but kept doing that, but when you're only doing that sort of three or four days a week, because you're not eating the rest of the time, and then you go into recovery, and it's all of a sudden now I'm, um, you know, eating seven days a week, um, you know, like a normal person. And, um, and, you know, that's what I kept doing, but I was now even less active. And so the weight, the weight started piling on. How much weight and then it you wasn't, So I went from, I mean, I'm obviously from New Zealand, I used the, the kilos. So I was, I don't know, probably when I went into recovery around the end of 2015, probably at the time then around the high, late 80 kilo mark. Yeah, late 80 kilos. And fast forward to, what's well, so about three years? Um, by the time I started to get some help on the, on the, um, with the fitness side uh, and the weight loss, so June 2018, I was up to 108. Ooh, um, wow. <laughs> yeah, it was big. How tall um, are you, do you mind me asking? I'm six foot. Yeah. Okay. Six foot, so, yeah, so, you know, reasonable height, I guess. But um, yeah, my body fat, though, I think so when, I'm not sure what it was at the time, but when I started um, the transformation process with, with UP, I was up to, they were estimating between 35 and 40%. Oh, that's a lot. That's like, that's way over like obese, isn't it? Like, but according to the, the World Health Organization, anything above 30%, I think is, is proper obese levels yeah. of fat. Like, it's funny, oh, yeah. when you look at the before picture on its own, it doesn't look so bad, but when you see your after picture next to it, <laughs> you're like, then oh. you're like, oh, actually, hang on a second. <laughs> Strange looking at those photos. Yeah, it is strange looking. Like the um, mental determination that that takes is incredible. Yeah, so we went so into this process and it was um, to sign up with these guys, uh, Ultimate Performance. I'd seen lots of stuff on them and um, these sort of body transformations they did and it was sort of their, seems to be their specialty. And, um, you know, I, I looked at these things online and looked at their, you know, their website and everything and would see these photos, so I guess similar to mine, and just thought, you know, there's just no way that, I could possibly do that, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, are they real? Sure, surely, you know, does this really happen? You know, I was so pessimistic about it. And then, so anyway, so when, when I started with them, and I went with my trainer, a bit of a plug for him, James Ellis Ford. I remember he, he sat me down and we sat in a room and, you know, we spoke for an hour or so just about sort of where I was and, you know, my sort of, my backstory and how I'd got to be like, you know, in the physical state I was and we talked about that, but also, you know, my sort of mental state and just general, you know, life stuff. And, you know, and he told me, look, this is what we could do and this is what we could get to and this is how we're going to do it. This is the process. You know, and he, and he really believed in me that we could do it. I just thought he was crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I'm, I'm glad was, you, you kind of copped onto his crazy and you were like, yeah, let's go with this. Yeah. Do you mind me asking, this might seem like a stupid question, right? But somebody who has dealt with drug addiction and probably using food addiction as well as a kind of comfort, mm. what was harder, mm. giving up the Coke or giving up uh, like all those foods that you loved? Um, yeah, it's a good question. I think the, the food, the food in some ways, and I think that's because, and the thing is when you're taking, I think when you, especially when, you know, for me and when people think as addicts when they're giving up, you know, you're sort of thinking of the consequences, like the consequences, you know, what are the consequences of me, you know, having these drugs or, you know, what's the consequence of the, you know, eating another donut or more like packet of donuts or biscuits or something. And the immediate like the very immediate consequences are pretty, you know, pretty stark with the drugs and the alcohol. And I think with the, like, um, with the food, 
once you have it, it's it's not so. I mean, you know, you don't nothing drastically changes then and there. So I think for me, it was pro- in some ways the food was harder because. But I imagine uh, the food is, is is a daily thing as well. Yeah. It's a decision every single day that you have to deal with. Yeah, exactly. So that's the thing. So it's every. You're right. It's sort of it's all the time. And so I think I, think I was. I, don't know, I think it was. I, I just got into the got into the habit of it. I had a, a sort of I had a food program. Um, which which James had uh, James and sort of UP had laid out for me. So again, it was it was quite literally spoon fed to me in terms of you know <laughs> this is what you should eat and how much and so forth. So that certainly helped me. I mean, it gave me a lot of direction, which you know which is what I needed. I'd I'd never looked at a packet before and looked at the back and see how many calories were in it or what the protein and you know what the macros were, the protein or carbs or anything like that. So I didn't really have a clue. And where are you at now in your life? Like, are you completely clean as in like you only eat really healthy food? Like, what's your relationship like with alcohol or going out and stuff? Are you living a completely different life? Yeah, so, yeah, so, I mean, I'm still completely clean and sober. So um, no alcohol, no drugs. And that'll be nearly, you know, that'll be three years in in January. Um, And in terms of sort of on the fit, you know, on the fitness line and the food. So I, I still really eat similar similar sort of food um, to what I was eating during the during the transformation last year. Uh, I just eat, I can eat a lot, I can eat more of it. And I'll still have, you know, I'll have a cheat day sort of once a week or if I've gone on holiday for a week, I'll just, you know, relax and, and sort of eat what I like. Because I also know then, say if I've had like the cheat day, my weight will, you know, when you get on the scales, your weight will go up. But then I know, you know, during the week from back to my, um, yeah, sort of the healthy, healthy eating and the exercise that'll come down, and and the, and the same thing when I've, I've been away a couple of times on on a like during the year for a week on holiday, and you know, sort of completely relax and enjoy myself. And are you training um, usually every single day? No, goodness, no, no. I train sort of four times a week. Um, I sort of do an hour session, which was what I was doing during the during the transformation stage during that six months. Um, yeah. Sort of trained four times a week, so that was sort of weight training, uh, which I did with did with James. Um, at UP and um, in my own time I was doing sort of three or four cardio sessions as well um, and then on top of that I was doing you know, I was keeping active by you know sort of with this magical 10,000 steps number um, mm. and sort of doing that every you know averaging that every day I mean I was probably averaging a lot more actually sort of more like 12,000 even a lot more by the end uh, but today I still sort of aim for the 10 and I sort of get up to that and um, I've dropped out the cardio though I don't um I don't do any extra cardio. So it's only, you know, it's the four, so in terms of the maintenance, it's just the four weight sessions, you know, and keeping active with some walking. And I love going to the gym now and I love the training and, you know, it makes me feel really good. So, like, seriously, you've got no excuse. No excuse. Nor do I. Yeah. God damn it. Spent the whole weekend eating takeaways. (laughs) Yeah, it was the cinema (laughs) last night and everyone. I was like, yeah, put the butter on that popcorn. Thank you very much. Um, But, you know, obviously we're coming into November. I don't want to mention the Christmas word. I will mention, though, because December, I'm even looking forward to planning out, meeting with mates and going for a few pints and finding a snug somewhere and just spending the whole Saturday there. Responsibly, of course. But um, what tips would you have for for people now? what, What would you say to somebody who's trying to shed 30, 40 kilos or any sort of weight, especially coming into this time of year? What I say this time, yeah, I mean, well, just try and be very sensible, I guess, at least if you're thinking, okay, I'm going out to some, you know, an event tonight or, or whatever it may be to eat, then, you know, during the early, you know, during the day, don't eat so much, or the day after, try not to, uh, you know, sort of reduce your food intake. And keep, you know, keep exercising if you're, if you do that, sort of keep doing that. 
I mean, guess just be, try to be mindful of it. I guess for me, I mean, I don't drink at all, so for me, I just it's easy not to, not to, um, yeah. you know, I sort of go out to places now, but, um, you know, I'm not going out and hanging out in bars and that sort of thing. It's just not, you know, not part of my life anymore. Do you mind me asking, how's the whole relationship situation going? Because I know this came from setting up a, a dating profile. Yeah, yeah. So, that, I mean, the, it was. So when I got, when the dating profile getting set up, that was sort of based on, that was part of the realization for the training stuff. Yeah. I mean, there was... It wasn't just, I had some photos, I thought, oh my God. I mean, because I would never be on photos before, right? Because I don't want to see what I looked like. Um, <laughs> but this sort of put it in, um, you know, stark reality for me. So since then, you know, nothing, you know, I've been going, dating a little bit. I'm not really, I haven't really, I haven't been seeing anyone sort of properly. You're better um, off, man. Yeah. You are. Yeah. <laughs> you save yourself a Christmas you're present this year, anyway. People are telling me that. <laughs> oh, the pressure, especially is this time of year. Yeah, you oh. don't have to buy anyone anything. Are you going to put a ring? Yeah. No, I'm not going to put a ring on her. All right, I'll get yeah, her a TV, yeah. and that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. And Matt, do you have a, an Instagram account or social media handles where people who are listening right now, or someone wants to maybe have a look and see? Because you know, people are nosy; they want to see these yeah. things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I do. I only got, there's not too much. There's, um, I'm putting some more stuff on there more recently. So you can get my, my Instagram would be the best place. So it's Matt underscore Alan Gold. So that's my surname, a little bit different, E-L-L-E-N-G-O-L-D. And that'd be great if people wanted to check that out. That'd be great. Um, I've had quite a few people um, in the last sort of week or so, well, last few days, um, yeah. check it out and, and send me messages and stuff. And um you know, I really, you know, I really, really appreciate it. It really means a lot to me. Um, people just contacting me, whether they're saying inspiring them or just congrats or keep going with what you're doing or, or if anyone else, anyone out there is, um, you know, struggling with any of their own, um, you know, demons are battling, um, you know, drug, well, addiction-wise, mental health-wise, food-wise, um, you know, drop me, drop me a message and, um, you know, and I'll, I'll, you know, I'll definitely try and get back, and I'll definitely get back to you. I'm sort of working my way through some of the moments. If anyone's listening, um, I'm sort of trying to answer all those, and I'm, I'm getting through them. Um, well, you are definitely yeah. inspirational anyway. We'll give you that much. Yeah. And uh, continued good health. Well, thanks very much. Thanks again for you know having me on the show, and you know really appreciate being able to, to speak with you guys, and hopefully you know get just if um, you know if it helps anyone else that's out there to any issues they're facing, then, you know, there is, um, you know, there is help out there. There is, there's a solution. It's, you know, you don't have to live a life full of misery like I used to, but, you know, there's a better way out there and people that can help. Lovely. Well, uh, Matt Ellen Gold, congrats again. Fair play to you. Best luck in the future. And thanks a million for popping on Room 104 this evening. Yeah, thanks very much. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.